Hello and welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists at the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's newsroom journalist, Matt Aegis, is talking about brine pools at the bottom of the ocean. With yours truly, Dr. Sophie Calabretto, applied mathematician and fluid mechanist, whose only relationship with brine also involves olives. So the world is a very weird place, and many scientists say we know less about what's going on under the surface of the ocean than what's going on in outer space. But our search for life in the universe could be aided by the way life works at the darkest depths of the ocean. Recently, researchers have discovered a new series of brine pools near Saudi Arabia, which they think will help us find life somewhere else in the universe. Which is an interesting concept, Matt, because I was under the impression that the ocean was salty to begin with. Does that mean there's even more at the bottom of the sea? Yes, that's true, Sophie. The ocean is uh, full of salt water, but actually a brine pool is a super salty part of the ocean where salts accumulate at the bottom of a cavity or depression on the seabed. And in here, the concentration of salt water can be up to eight times more than the surrounding water. Well, that's really salty, but I'm trying to imagine what this looks like. So there's a hole in the seafloor and it's just super briny in there. Yeah, you're on the right track. So I guess if you imagine a crater full of really salty water, technically termed hypersaline water, and put it two kilometres beneath the ocean's surface, you then get a pretty clear picture of what we're talking about. Okay, and so what is so special about these briny pools? Well, I wouldn't go swimming down there if you wanted to find out. Firstly, the ones that have been discovered by the University of Miami at the bottom of the Gulf of Aqaba are 1.7 k's below the surface, so you're going to need some pretty sophisticated equipment to get down there. But if the pressure at that depth didn't kill you, the pool itself definitely would. They're so (laughs) salty, they're what's called anoxic, so there's no oxygen present at all, and that means any organism that ventures into them is either stunned or killed. So it's certainly not a place for most animals to hang about. Wow, so... Essentially, they're completely toxic to life. So, yeah, what we generally think of as life is at best going to be given an almighty punch to the face if they go into a brine pool. But incredibly, there are some organisms, bacteria and similar unicellular entities called archaea, which do live in brine pools. And they're able to survive in these extreme conditions and create their energy from a process called chemosynthesis, which is where they convert the chemicals that surround them into their food for energy. The conditions of these brine pools are also similar to the conditions that would have existed when the earliest life forms on the planet began to evolve. So they actually give us a chance to time warp back and study what conditions might have been like for our very far back ancestors and I should also say that just because it will kill most animals who venture inside the pool it doesn't mean that animals don't hover around it they found crustaceans mollusks and fish that use the brine as a bit of a hunting trap so if they're quick enough they can snap up other animals that enter the brine pool and get stunned or killed uh, without actually having to go in by themselves. Wow, so there's actually an entire ecosystem built around these brine pools. Okay, so you've told me it's too deep to swim there and I dare say it's pretty dark when you go nearly two kilometres beneath the ocean's surface. 
and it's toxic to animals that need oxygen. Matt, can you explain to me how they even found this place? Well, they used a very expensive boat, basically. (laughs) Okay. So the Ocean Explorer is a very advanced research ship, and from this the scientists from the University of Miami launched what's called a remotely operated underwater vehicle, or ROV for short, to survey the ocean floor of the Gulf of Aqaba off the coast of Saudi Arabia. And this machine is basically a dive boat with huge lights and camera equipment so the team who are back on the boat are able to see what's going on beneath the surface. The researchers were actually about to take the ROV up. It was only in the last 10 minutes or so of their dive that they came across this giant underwater lake and they were able to detect it because of bits of plant debris, so little bits of seaweed that were sort of floating oddly above this really dense hypersaline water. So what they then did is dropped a special instrument called a CTD, which stands for Conductivity, Temperature and Depth, into the brine pool and the samples they took were able to indicate the sort of tectonic activity that had taken place within that region as well. Oh, okay, so tectonic as in moving plates, earthquakes, things like that? Exactly right. So they were able to look at the sedimentary layers in the pool to determine around a 1,000 years of rainfall, earthquake and tsunami history. And they found that based on those records, there's an earthquake or tsunami in the region every century on average, which could actually have some serious implications for the nearby high-tech city that's being built off the Saudi coast. One key point made by this research, though, is that brine pools exist where there's hydrothermal activity associated with tectonic plates. So if we extrapolate that, we can consider that these conditions might be what's required to get early life going. That then means space explorers are going to have to narrow their focus to consider whether planets have tectonics to create the conditions that life can emerge from. Amazing. So Brian Paul's teaching us about space. Thank you so much, Matt. And thank you to everyone for listening. Be sure to keep an ear out for our next instalment of Cosmos Science Daily. This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia. Listener and Cosmos magazine comes Huh? Science Explained, a new weekly podcast answering all of life's questions, big and small, in just 10 minutes. Download the Listener app now and listen for free. Listener.